Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Memoirs Through a Blind Woman's Eyes podcast. This is Riley Rose Frazier, your host. I tried to do something to extend my time, but that didn't work so well. So that was a blooper that I'm not going to record. I wanted to tell you guys a story that I heard yesterday from a friend of mine that royally pissed me the fuck off, okay? It did. It set me off. Let me... Turn on Do Not Disturb. Thank you. Okay. I heard a story yesterday, and it made me angry, ball my eyes out, and scared at the same time. Now, you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of emotions in one story. Well, when you hear the story, you'll know why, and it's a true story, which is sad. I heard the story of an elderly lady named Loretta Pritchard. Now, if you don't know who this is, this is an elderly woman. She was 76 years old. She recently had had hip surgery. She was in a walker. She survived breast cancer. I mean, this woman was a damn fighter, okay? And I know I'm probably going to bawl because her story just kills me. It makes me cry, and it makes me want to beat the shit out of somebody. But anyway, not that I could beat the shit out of them, but I still, it just... I want to punch the shit out of something. I mean, because it, it's it's pathetic how this turned out. It should not have turned out this way. Um, she was 76 years old, and she calls 911, and she says, I think my house is on fire. Now, at the time, it wasn't in the house. It was on her roof. She couldn't see it where she was at. She was in the living room. And they the dispatcher's, you know, asking her address and all the important details and everything and then she says is there a way for you to get out and Loretta tells her no I can't get out I'm in a she explains that she's in a walker she already tells her this okay she tells her I'm in a walker you know I just had hip surgery all this stuff she tells her all this which is what you're supposed to do if you have a disability you have to tell them this okay if there's something wrong with you that you cannot get out of the fucking house you have to tell them hey I'm blind I'm you know, whatever, whatever it is, if you're in a wheelchair, you have to tell them. Even if you don't like telling, broadcasting your disability, I was told this by a fireman, you have to tell them because they do not know that there's somebody with a handicap in the house. Whether you're the person with the handicap or let's say you're a sighted person, you don't, you don't have a disability, but you know, let's say one of your neighbors, you're calling 911 for your neighbor and you know they have a disability, tell them that because that's, for their safety. Anyway, so Loretta Pritchard is telling this dispatcher this. Well, again, the dispatcher's trying to tell her, you know, how to do things, you know, get down on the floor, whatever you can do, get, you know, to the lowest you can get. And she says, again, repeats it, is there a way for you to get out? Loretta says, honey, I couldn't get out if I try, if I had to, because I'm, you know, I'm in a walker, I can't walk. And I'm thinking, oh my God, where is the people, you know? Because they're telling how many minutes into this call this was, and they're and she you know she's hearing the sirens, but nobody's coming in. And and you hear the dispatcher in the background typing on the computer, so she's giving them the information that Loretta's telling her. And um, so then she she tells her, you know, basically told her to get down as low as she can get. Well, Loretta can only get down on her walker; she can only sit on her walker. Well, then that got too uncomfortable for her, so. She turns around and she 
basically moves into the dining room and sits in a chair, a comfortable, more comfortable chair. All of a sudden, the next thing you hear is her saying, I see the flames now. I see the flames now. You know, she's telling her, I see flames. The dispatcher goes, what, is it around you? <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm sorry, but you can hear it on the damn phone, okay? You can hear the, you can hear the fire. It sounds like a freaking campfire out of control. You can hear it on the phone. How is she not hearing that? I don't know if something's wrong with her connection or what the hell. But she's like, are the flames around you? Loretta is screaming, I'm in here, help, because the firemen are outside. And you can hear her screaming over the sound of the flames on the phone. How they didn't hear her, I don't know. But turned around, she's screaming. And you hear this woman scream, it's burning, it's burning, ah! You know, and she's like screaming on the phone to the dispatcher. And then the last thing you hear is this, uh, uh, hello? Hello? The dispatcher for 10 minutes says, hello? 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 Now mind you, I didn't hear the full thing. I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. I just heard it on a, on a YouTube channel um, called Creeks. And they basically talk about all kinds of scary stuff. And somebody had told me about it. So I looked I looked up that channel Creeks and found it just the one part. To hear the full nine, uh, 29 minute 911 call. That's sad. You know, and, and here to find out the captain was standing out there taking pictures of the damn fire with this sending it in on Snapchat. Now I know he got busted for that. But still, that's just pathetic on his part. Why would you be standing there? Social media is not for sitting there taking pictures of somebody, somebody's house on fire and they're inside screaming for help, wanting you to come get them out. And they have a disability. You know, they can't walk. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, it just, this, ooh, like I said, this story really pissed me off because how could you be so rude and unprofessional to sit there and not go in and get Loretta out of that house. She could have survived if you would have gone in and got her out. You moron. Anyway, yeah, that was my drama for yesterday. Hearing that, just that just royally... Ooh. When somebody does something that stupid, how could you do that to an elderly lady? What is wrong with you? I mean... My God. I mean, if it wasn't safe to go through the front door, what about the back door? I mean, God dang. I mean, Jesus. I mean, that woman did not deserve that. At all. And I'm, I'm being honest on this one. If I would have been that dispatcher, I would have probably seeked medical attention. Because to hear somebody just die like that on the phone, I don't know if she did, but if it was me... And I heard that, I probably would have seeked psychiatric help just to, you know, have somebody to talk to. Because that would traumatize the shit out of me. To just hear somebody suffer and nobody's going in to get her. I mean, I would be feeling like crap that I was helpless to do anything. It's how I would feel. You know, because 
to know that that woman just suffered like that. And I was helpless to do anything because I'm sitting behind a keyboard, you know, talking to her. And there's nobody going in to get her out. I would be, like, flipping the heck out, you know, when I got home. I would be, like, I'd be wanting to just talk to somebody. I mean, I honestly wonder about that dispatcher, like, what is what what the heck is going through her head right now i mean she probably has nightmares about it or if she don't she's got some you know unless she got some help because i tell you some of these people to to stay as calm as they do they've got some courage dispatchers do i mean they've got some courage and to sit there and hear some of the stuff that they hear oof I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Especially, like I said, hearing Loretta Pritchard scream like that and just burn alive. I mean, oh my God. And then in the one part of it too, I forgot to mention in one part of the, of the Creeks one, she, when I, when I told you she was kneeling down, like sitting on the walker, something fell and hit her in the head, like something wet or something hit her in the head. I don't know exactly what it was. I wasn't, I didn't, like I said, I didn't listen to the full call. I don't think I could. Because that would just really set me off. That somebody didn't get in there and get her. I mean, that honestly makes me wonder, what the hell would happen to me if I got trapped? I mean, Jesus, how could you just sit there and let somebody die? Why couldn't... I mean, I could see if there's, like, if it's totally engulfed and you can't get in, but isn't there a way to bust in the back way? I mean, because it was, it was like, it wasn't there at first. And then you don't hear the fire. It's on the roof. Then it's like it comes in the freaking house. It must have busted the roof down or burnt the roof down and just caved it in the top. Because somehow or something, because it was, she must have gotten out of the way of the first um, I don't know if it caved in or what, but I know it was a one-floor house. That part I do know. I don't know if Loretta had a back door where they could have busted in and got her. I, I, there's so much that you don't know. Like, what the hell would happen to me if I got trapped in a damn house fire? It's like, Jesus Christ. Knowing these people sat there and freaking, it, it makes you think, you know? Like, you tell them, hey, I'm injured, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm hurt, I can't walk, or I'm, I'm, you know, I just had hip surgery, and they just say, you know, they're chat, uh, the one person's just out there Snapchatting? Really? <laughs> I mean, it makes me wonder, God. It, it really makes you think, what the hell's gonna happen to me? You see something like that? I hope she gets justice. I do. Because, and I hope it's on the news that she gets freaking justice. I don't know if she did. All I know is they were charged, they were, the last I heard, and this was like four months ago on Creeks that I heard about it. I don't know when this took place. Like I said, I didn't check the freaking call. But, um, it was like four months ago, I believe, that they released the video. And, um, this was in Lakeland, Florida. And basically she I know her nieces and nephews are pr 
ticked, and I don't blame them at all. If I was my auntie, and she seemed like such a sweet little lady. I mean, she really did. And it just, it breaks my heart. It does. Because it's like, dude, social media, when you are doing something like this, if you're in a profession like that, you don't play on freaking social media. You get in there and get your damn job done. You don't mess with the damn freaking internet. People's lives are on the line. You don't need to sit there and especially knowing there's somebody in the freaking house. Yep. Imbezal anyway. That just, ooh, that just irks me that people would rather be on social media than save a life. And I'm not saying all of them would, but that one in particular, that's the guy I'm mad at. It's like, you freaking moron. You're the captain. You should not be on social media. You should be telling people, okay, there's somebody in the house. We got to get them out. You have a responsibility, mister. Do your darn job right. Or get, some, get in a field where you're not happening to be responsible for somebody. You moron. Anyway, yeah. Like I said, this is a podcast of ranting. Not all the time will I be ranting, but this story just, <sighs> I had to get my emotion out because I was pissed. That poor woman did not need to suffer that way at all. There's no need for that. And I know some firemen who are awesome and they, and that's why I'm angry because they would go the hell off on that guy. I'm telling you. The firefighters I know, if I told them what happened to her, oh boy. If they were anchor friends, they'd be going off right now with me. Because, like I said, I know not all firefighters would be that stupid. Just that stupid moron, that minor idiot. And I know there are great firemen out there. I know this. This one just... It just makes you think, you know, even though it makes you think, are you going to get the good one or are you going to get one of the stupid idiots like him? I know if I'm around here, I know most of the firefighters around here. I know most of them. I don't know them all anymore because a lot of them are gone now, but most of them, I know them. So around here, if I was still around where I'm at, I know I'd be safe. But if I move somewhere else, oh dear lord. Would I be safe or would I get the bad apple? Let one, one bad apple out of 120% good ones. I mean, you get out of 100, you get one bad apple. 99 good ones to one dumbass. Like I said, I hope he goes to freaking jail. I do. I hope he gets locked up in jail. And I will, if I find out about it, I will come back on here and update. Because he don't need to ruin fireman's reputation that way, piece of junk, piece of junk trash guy. Ugh. Anywho, yeah, I mean, to see somebody just suffer. It, it's, it's... Oh, God. I mean, and you just, you hear her just burning. And it just, 
we don't know if it was smoke inhalation or if it was um, that she just burned alive. More than likely both. I would say both because the way the flames were, you could hear it in the background. I mean, that's how close it was to her. I mean, it sounded like a inferno to me. And my ears are very sensitive, so imagine imagine if you're sighted, imagine that amplified a little bit. If you heard the call yourselves on the news or whatever, imagine it amplified on headphones. Ugh. Because I try not to play stuff. I don't always play things out loud. Because, you know, my family's around and they're watching TV. They're doing this or doing that. And it was like a freaking inferno. I mean, it was, it sounded bad. Really bad. Which, besides her screaming, the fire sounded scary as it is. And I would say it was not only her getting burnt I'm saying I bet you it was smoke inhalation too because she was hacking and coughing trying to breathe and she kept telling them it's hot in here it's hot in here and then they're like oh um is it near you duh <laughs> duh she's telling you it's hot no the fire's not near her <laughs> gosh I mean that some questions that are asked is like I'm sorry, but um, how could you not hear that the flames are that close? I mean, unless the, I don't know how their system works over there, how clear the, the calls are. Because, I mean, I don't know how many dispatchers are in an area or whatever, but I don't know how clear their system is. But, God dang, you can hear it plain as day on, on her end. On the, on the call itself, you can hear it plain as day. So to ask them, is it by you? You can't hear it the way we hear it? I, I, Like I said, I don't know. I'm not a dispatcher. I don't know. But I'm thinking, if you can't hear that the way we hear it, and it's recording it, there's something wrong there. Either your technology is better than what you're wearing, and it's picking it up, or you're really not paying much attention. Because, I mean, it literally, you could hear it sound, you could hear the crackling, you could hear the beams just squeaking, like creaking. I mean, it's, I'm telling you, it will give you creeps. I'm telling you, if you heard, if you listen to creaks and you listen to three scary, or three 911 calls, scary 911 calls, it's been, it'll be like four months ago. You'll hear it. It's, a ver it's the very first one. And it should have been honestly number one, because that was the scariest of them all. I mean, the other two were scary, but that one was scariest of all of them because you hear her literally suffering. I would have put that number one. Because that one was, oh God, that one gave me chills. I mean, the other two did too, but not as bad as that. I mean, that those two just, that one, the other two did too. Like I said, they, they did. But that one, you hear her literally burning alive. And it's, oh God. I'm telling you, it was the scariest damn thing I've ever seen. I mean, I, I've been scared before listening to, like, Rescue 911 and stuff like that, but not like that. That was, that, 
oh god i've never heard anything like that on that show thank god i mean i used to listen to that all the time because you know my i had family members that were paramedics that's why i say i know around here i'd freaking be okay if something god forbid would happen hopefully never does but god forbid if it did i know the people around here but if i was to let's say move out of state or something like that or move to a county or whatever that I don't know the people <sighs> I'd be praying to God I didn't get no bad apple like that lunatic in Lakeland God and like I said I know not all firefighters are that stupid but just that guy just royally pissed me off why the hell would you sit there and snapchat when there's a woman screaming inside her house, help me, I'm in here, help. How could you not hear it? I mean, as loud as she was screaming, how could you not have heard her? Were the flames that loud outside you couldn't hear somebody screaming through flame? As loud as that woman was screaming, and it was right in the phone. I mean, it basically, how do I describe this? It kind of, that's how loud she was screaming. It, would, it, it sounded like she was on a cell phone. I don't know if she was on a cell phone. But when she would yell louder, when you yell on a cell phone, it kind of really makes your voice sound funny. It, it kind of... How do I describe this? It almost sounds like you're... Uh, blowing your speaker in a way of putting it. Because you're... Your voice is so loud, it, it really almost muffles you, but it doesn't, it doesn't really muffle you, but it, it muffles what you're saying almost. That's why I know Loretta was yelling really loudly. If that was a cell phone, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it was because it did kind of fade a few times. I could be wrong. I don't know, but with it act, with the phone used the way it was, I am honestly surprised that they couldn't hear her. But knowing the captain wasn't paying attention, he probably didn't hear her because he was ignoring her. And that, to me, is very depressing. Very sad. It's... It makes me sick to my stomach. I mean, it does. It just... To see somebody... Hear them suffer. It just... It just literally angers me. It, it it puts me to a point where it's like, you know, there's a time for social media and there's a time not to use it. And I'm big on social media, okay? I have no problem with social media. But if you're sitting there walking by a fire or you're, or you're working to try to save lives put the damn phone away put the damn you don't need to be on social media lives are more important social media can be used later when nobody's in danger be at your own house take snapshot photos there not at somebody's house when they're dying you know take snapshots of your kids take snapshots of your family don't be standing outside in front of a burning building when there's a woman screaming inside for help. Take a snapshot photos or video or whatever you're doing. 
Stop. You don't need to be stupid. And somebody actually asked me, what would you do if you were her neighbor? I said, if I was, if I was her neighbor, that guy would not be doing that. Because I'd be screaming at him, get her out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I know for a fact I probably would have heard it. Because my ears are freaking sensitive and I'd have been like, hey, you idiot. What are you doing? Because I was one of them, I'm going to be honest with you, I was one of those that was raised to defend somebody. I wouldn't have gone over and touched them. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten, I wouldn't have got myself thrown in jail, but I'd have been yelling at him. Hey, would you quit taking pictures or video, whatever you're doing and get in there? And I would have had a recording going. So that if he would have told me to shut up or something, I'd have had footage of that. Yeah. Because they did, they asked me, because my friend asked me, he said, what would you have done if you'd have been her neighbor? I said, I'd have been yelling at him like, dude, get your ass off the phone. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're not trained to do that. I was raised around firemen. I know. Tell your people what to do. Get him, get, get somebody in there to get her out. Because I'm telling you, like I said, I could be dead wrong. I don't know how loud it was outside. But, because th th there's not footage outside that I know of. There's the, the radio thing. I, like I said, I didn't play it. I couldn't bear to play any more of it because it just bugged me. But if I do ever play it, I can come back and correct this. But I didn't hear, like, neighbors outside. If they could hear her, I or anything like that. I'm just going off what I know from what I heard from the phone call. If you couldn't have heard her screaming from outside, then it must have been an inferno out there too. Just saying. But even at that, you were told there's somebody in that house. Now, if it's too dangerous to go in, I don't know. Like I said, but still, even if that, they don't sit there and play on Snapchat. I mean, if the front entrance is too dangerous to get in, is there a back way in that's safer to get in, to get her out? I mean, because I know there's times that they can't get in because the, the, the building's engulfed or whatever, but was there a back door? I don't know. I don't know all the details. I just know what I've seen and it just... Ooh, ooh, ooh. To just... To, to see somebody suffer like that just bothers me. Like, God. But, yeah. It's bad. It's just bad. But that's today's podcast me on a bitch mode rant because I'm mad at some idiot who let somebody suffer. You don't freaking do that. You freaking idiot. Who the hell do you think you are? The suffer police? Because, uh, you know what? You lose because you might spend the rest of your life in jail, boy. And you know what? You deserve to spend your life in jail. And I hope you go to freaking 
prison, dude. If social media is that much of an importance in your freaking life, you shouldn't have a damn job as a firefighter, mister. If social media is so important in your life that you had to endanger an elderly lady, then you are not in a professional field. Just be in a field where you don't have to save lives, dude. Because you didn't save a life that day. You took one. I love social media. Don't get me wrong. But if I was a fireman, there's no way in hell I'd be on my phone while somebody was dying in their house. That's... Uh-uh. And neither would my friends. And trust me, if I see one of my firefighter friends, I am going to talk to him about this story and ask him what the hell went down. Trust me. I don't think my firefighter friends are going to be too pleased with you, pal. Just saying. That's just messed up. Just messed up. And all you good firemen out there, I hope you're just as ticked as I am. Ahem. Because he shouldn't be ruining you guys' rep because he's a moron. And I applaud all of you good ones out there who know what the hell you're doing and do your job the right way. Way to go to you. You guys kick ass. If I get any firemen watching Earth, watching this, ha ha ha, listening to this, you guys are awesome. How you do it? Oof. I don't know. But, like I said, I know most firemen have a brain in their head. And they have good heads on their shoulders. I ain't going to say that they don't get upset when it's over or when they see it. Because I know some that have. My stepdad's one. There are things that really tore at him when he was a paramedic and volunteer fireman. He's basically retired from it now, but he it was a volunteer job that he did. and He learned all his CPR first aid and all that stuff. and He was basically a... He was, I don't know if he was EMT or if he was paramedic, but he was something. He wasn't, it was just our, basically, because we're a little country town, so it was just a little volunteer thing that they did. But we had, I don't exactly know which he was. I think he might have been EMT, but I could be wrong. But we did have some paramedics, too, that were trained. So, yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and say it's, sugarcoat this and say that they didn't get affected by some of the stuff because they did and to hear it from the other side you know hear his pager go off and what happened and just good lord I mean I, I lived right across from a place that burned and 
Talk about stench. Ugh. I mean, you could you could walk out and smell it. Even though Yap was inside. When they'd open the door, it was like... Bleh! Bleh! Because when they moved out, when the people moved out that lived there, basically they had to because it was almost destroyed. Um, when they moved out, it was bad. Because, you, I mean, you, they, they, they were remodeling it. And good lord, did that place stink. Ooh. You could smell it when they open the doors to, like, air it out or whatever. You could just smell the freaking smoke. It was hideous. And like I said, I know there's good firemen. Heck, I met, like I said, I know a lot of good firemen. Not just from my country town's fire department, but I had a best buddy. Now, mind you, I was a kid and he was an adult. He was my best friend. <laughs> and he had me come over and do a tour of the fire department. Because when I was younger, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, they used to actually scare me because, you know, the sirens and stuff scared the hell out of me. So he was basically teaching me that they weren't, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. The fire was the bad thing. But he was basically teaching me that, you know, they were the good guys, that they were they would come and help with the fire and stuff like that. Heck, there was one sitting there waiting for you know, waiting for him to be on call. He's sitting there had his feet all propped up, watch TV. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> you know, and then and then they, but they told me, and Loretta did the exact thing that I was trained to do. If I'm in there, and I'm not one of these that use a disability card. I will not tell people, oh, I'm blind, I'm blind. Well, that same fire department changed my view. That exact same fire department that I had gone and toured with they, a couple years later, I was at Girl Scout camp, and they came there and did that mock, uh, that trailer thing that you have where you go through and they show you the smell of smoke, and then you go up there, and then they teach you how to get out the, the door and get you down the ladder thing in the back. Well, so you have a mock fire and you smell the smoke and everything. Well... Then you slide your hand up the door, and you feel if it's warm, and it actually is warm, and you have to get out the back, you have to crawl out the window, basically, but it's a mock window, and out a, like a, or a door, like a small door or whatever, you crawl on the floor, out the back, and then you have a little ladder to climb down, to get down, and, um, but they told me, you need to tell them that you cannot see because they are not going to know that they're going to think that you can just walk right out of the house he said so if you're trapped in your house and you can't get out and that that's what scared me yesterday was woo because i remember that i flashed back to my girl scout it was like in my mind i flashed back to this little girl me and i said i remember sitting in the thing and we were it was a mock 911 call and i said my house is on fire and they said your house is on fire and they start asking me stuff and then that guy says hold on a minute Bob because that was his name and he says you need to tell him you can't see uh, okay because otherwise he ain't gonna know and they're gonna think that you can just walk right out of the house 
you can't. You have to have help. So I told him, I can't see. He's like, oh, you can't see? I'm like, and then, of course, you went up there and then they taught you, you know, you went up and you reenacted a fire, basically a house fire. And the smoke and everything filled the air. And you had to crawl out the house. So, I mean, it was like... And who knows what technology now, they might even add the daggum audio. I mean, I don't know if they still do that or not, but, ooh, I remember that like it was yesterday. But yeah, it was me and I think one of my friends. Because they say if, it, if it's cool, you know, you can get out. But if it's, if, the, if you're sliding your hand up, the bottom's cool. But then you reach up and you start going up higher and it's hot. You can't go out that way because it's right there. But yeah, I mean, it's. And you got to see that. I mean, because it was. It, at the bottom, it, you, at first you're thinking, okay. Then you you slide your hand, the back of your I slid the back of my hand up the thing because my back of my hand is more sensitive. And I'm like, uh-oh. Nope. You know, it's warm. So basically meant, uh, nope, you can't go out that way. The fire's out there. But yeah, I mean, so, it, you know, you learned it. And then you hear the, you hear the beep, 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 and you smoke, the smoke detector and everything. And I remember, um, my brother, he was always obsessed with firefighters when he was a little kid. And we, my dad got this show, Beeping Ben. It was a, it was a talking smoke alarm. I remember that like it was yesterday, too. I don't mean, it's just like. Like I said, I know there's a lot of good ones, but that guy needs a lecture from some of his brothers, buddy. That's for sure. Well, I will be back on another episode, hopefully a more positive one. Heck, you never know. I might come back later today. Who knows? But I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay guys, I'm back again with a quick update on this episode. The woman's name is not Loretta Pritchard. My humble apologies, ma'am. It's Loretta Pickard. I humbly apologize, Loretta. Rest in peace, sweetheart. But yeah, it was a mispronunciation on my part. And that's because, one, that's what my friend I think thought it was, but also that was... A mispronunciation on the lady's part on there I couldn't understand her the, the lady on Creeks I must have misunderstood her as well because she tried to pronounce it but I think she might have accidentally mispronounced it as well so I just wanted to let you know it's Pickard not Pritchard my humble apologies but um, yeah it was just a mispronunciation on my part 
And also, I found out too that according to what my friend was saying, that what happened was when the fire engulfed her, it cut her oxygen level off. And she passed out. So she went unconscious. And then after she passed out, if they would have reached her by like within two minutes afterwards, she would have been okay. But if by, you know, there probably would have been some damage more than likely to the brain and stuff if they didn't get her before five minutes were up. Within five minutes of her being unconscious is when she passed away, is what he said. Now, of course, he's not a professional firefighter or nothing, but that's what he told me, that that, that, that fire sucked away all her oxygen. It was, the oxygen was, you know, the flames were just getting fueled by oxygen and was taking all the oxygen. And then she just lost her oxygen and basically went unconscious and then that's what happened so I just wanted to let you guys know those updates that I was told which again should never have happened somebody should have gotten in there now he claims they they I did see some articles he read me a few articles as well they did say the captain supposedly said he tried to get in but it was too dangerous or whatever what about the back door first of all was there a back door to get in second of all uh, guys with all due respect if you haven't heard the call you don't hear anybody like near the door and the call is plain as freaking day I mean you don't even hear nobody opening the door you don't hear nobody hollering into her you don't hear shit okay so if he tried getting in that damn house and we didn't hear the flames when she was calling for help, you know, um, as strong when she said she heard sirens. There weren't the flames that loudly, so you could have heard the fucking people come in the damn house. So, then it turns around and it goes to, um, it basically goes to... really loud flames after a bit so I don't know what he's talking about I really don't but anyway still he shouldn't have been out snapchatting that's just fucked up and wrong but anyway there's your updates on this podcast hopefully I can get this to go right so I will talk to you guys on another one Okay, everybody, I'm back for one last update on this Florida thing. Um, I did play the phone call this time. Unfortunately, I did check it out because I wanted to see if there's any details I missed. But I also listened to the radio transmission from the fire department and, you know, dispatch and stuff like that. I did play those because I wanted to make sure I had all my info correct. And I still probably don't have it all because they don't even have everything. You know, the news reports and stuff like that. So, I have what I can go on. And it's really upsetting. I'm not going to lie. It still pisses me the fuck off. Because Loretta Pickard was only five feet from a fucking door. 
not to mention the house when they got there in the radio transcript you know when they did the video for that or the audio the house was not fully engulfed so one side could they could have been able to get into her so they didn't they were standing out there the captain was out there filming like I said and putting on snapchat which as it got worse basically she was five feet from a door that's where she was sitting at when she was calling 911 and so they could have gotten in there before it got to her and got her out of that house yeah five feet from a fucking door are you fucking kidding me people are you kidding me captain really five feet from a door and the house is not fully engulfed and you couldn't get in and get her out my stepdad would be ashamed of you dude because he was a volunteer so the place was not completely engulfed in flames and they were trying to say that it was too hot to get to her and it wasn't even fully engulfed now okay if it's not fully engulfed what the hell are you talking about maybe on one side it might have been too hot but not the other side if it's not fully engulfed you know weirdo but anyway they were saying it was too hot well if it's too hot for you to get to her it's look imagine what it is inside hello but yeah I mean that's duh guys duh I mean so sad and also the place was back in the woods and there were what I guess caught fire could have been it was near an exhaust something on the roof but Loretta mentioned that there there were her, her husband had tried couldn't get this down but there were pine needles I guess or pine branches on the roof or something needles or something I think it was pine needles she was saying it was hard to understand her because she was you know there were parts where it was a little difficult to understand because it was a cell phone it was a cell phone that she was calling on I did catch that the dispatcher said you know when you call 911 a cell phone will not let you hang up that's true that part is the truth it will not because I had to do that before for um, a situation going on I had to call 911 and they won't let you hang up it would if there's an emergency going on it will not let you hang up the phone I had to call on I think it was a neighbor actually that was having issues I can't remember what happened I think they fell yeah a neighbor fell down and I had to call 911 <coughs> but yeah that's basically another update because I'd found that information out and I mean, it's so sad. I mean, that she had to just, was sitting there five feet from the door and they couldn't get her out of that house. I mean, so depressing and sad. It's just, it's just stupid on his part that he couldn't just, hey, the one side's not engulfed. Get in, let's get in and get her out. I mean, it's like, come on. Come on. You're supposed to be a professional and you can't get her out of that house if you want to do. Yeah, 
so upsetting, so depressing, so sad. It's just, it's so, so sad. So there is my final update on my rant of the day the other week. I will see you on the next one, you guys. Bye.